Hi everyone and welcome to Teens Talk Science. I'm Zofia and I'm Archie and we are both high school seniors. On this podcast we discuss topics relevant to the modern scientific community from a teen's perspective and today we'll be discussing whether or not genetic modification is ethical. Um, So the first type of genetic modification we're going to discuss is CRISPR, which stands for Clusters of Regularly Interspaced Short Palindromic Repeats. CRISPR is genetic information that some bacteria use in antiviral systems. It was discovered by scientists and was then used as a gene editing system. The Cas9 enzyme is able to cut DNA in specific locations based on the guide RNA's instructions. The three different functions of this gene editing tool are disrupting a gene with a single cut, causing the gene to inactivate, deleting a larger sequence of DNA, or correcting or inserting a gene. The gene editing can take place outside of the body, also known as ex vivo, or inside the body, which is known as in vivo. Scientists can remove cells and add the CRISPR gene editing tool to culture them or introduce the gene editing tool in the body using lipids. So one of the reasons why CRISPR is such an important tool um, to discuss when we're talking about genetic modification is because a lot of people think that it can be used to treat or cure genetic diseases. Um, For example, there's a recent clinical study that used CRISPR to treat sickle cell anemia. Um, And this has been done before, but what was really different about this specific study is that they were hoping to correct the mutation that causes the disease instead of just treating the symptoms. So what scientists were doing is they were targeting that specific gene in the hopes of essentially finding a cure. And if that works, um, that, that could be the future of treating genetic diseases, um, which is why understanding CRISPR and all the potential ethical um, dilemmas that could emerge from genetic modification is so important. Yeah, definitely. I think that there is um, a slippery slope when it comes to gene editing because we have to clarify who decides which diseases will be treated. Right. Is that going to be like um, some sort of government, like a committee in Congress? Is that going to be the companies, the, the pharmaceutical companies themselves? I mean, who, who are we talking about that's going to decide what diseases are cured, and what diseases aren't. Exactly. And we also have to figure out where we draw the line with what is treated. I definitely agree. I think establishing where that line is drawn is so important um, because there are some diseases or genetic disorders that some people consider diseases that need to be cured, and other people would disagree on that. Right, so as an example, autism, the research has shifted from finding a cure to helping with early diagnosis and helping people live with autism. I think that this is a good thing because a lot of people with autism or with family members with autism view view it as a part of them and not necessarily a disease that should be cured. So searching for a quote-unquote cure can be offensive and that's something that should be respected. I definitely agree. I think establishing that line is really important because, um, you know, it starts with curing diseases, but that's not how it's going to end. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people talking about, like, designer babies using CRISPR to kind of genetically alter fetuses that they can predetermine how a baby is going to look or act or, you know, stuff like that. And that is something that is definitely problematic. Exactly. And so there's a social divide of 
who could afford to genetically alter their future children and who can't. Right, and people who have more money who can afford to have these designer babies, I mean, what are they um, genetically altering them to look like? Because that could lead to them being more favorable in society, which would give them kind of an unfair advantage. It would kind of create a new kind of social divide between people who are designer babies and people who are not. Yeah, and the new social divide is definitely not a good thing. I agree. And then there's also the possibility of entire peoples and cultures being erased by this. I mean, if we're altering children to look a certain way, I mean, imagine what that kind of tool, that kind of power um, could be used for in the hands of somebody like Hitler. Right. And that's that's a lot of power for any individual or corporation or government to have. Because if one person has power, then we could go from treating diseases to then genetically altering appearances to then completely erasing people and cultures. Which is obviously a place that we don't want our society to get to. So another thing I feel like we need to discuss, especially since we brought up um, erasing people and cultures, would be um, the use of genetic modification for human cloning. Which obviously is a very controversial topic for very good reasons. Right, because on one hand, it could help us get rid of diseases, but then there's also a slippery slope of will it just be used to get rid of diseases or will it be used irresponsibly? Right, and I feel like that's so closely tied to what we were talking about with CRISPR because, again, depending on who has this power, there is no guarantee that we don't eventually go down that road. So we can both agree that human cloning is definitely a bad bad idea. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that it's a bad idea. But what about animals? Animal cloning is kind of an interesting topic because while there could be like some benefits, like uh, it could lead to cloning more livestock, stuff like that, um, there's also definitely some ethical problems with this because uh, livestock animals are already dealing with really bad living conditions and treatment um, while they're alive. So is um, giving those companies that are already treating their animals so terribly Um, the power to clone animals anytime they want, is that really a good thing? Yeah, so we're already trying to reduce, like, the bad living conditions and um, while livestock are alive, so will giving these companies more power to clone livestock, will it be, um, would it be helpful in solving that issue? Honestly, I don't think it would. Companies are going to do whatever they can to, um, increase their profits. Um, So by giving companies this kind of power, we're only giving them the ability to do more harm. And number one, that's not ethical for um, any company to be doing. And number two, we also have to consider, is this even going to be a thing that's possible? Um, I mean, a lot of the current studies have been done with like cloned animals. Those animals do not lead very long or uh, happy lives. Yeah, like with Dolly the sheep, She only lived for about half of her life expectancy, and we also have to keep in mind that if we are using this cloning technology to to produce more livestock, will this be healthy for us? Because these animals don't live long lives in the first place, and they usually die from disease. 
Right, so there's definitely a lot of issues with animal cloning because number one, is it even ethical to be um, still cloning these animals when we know they're going to have very short and painful lives? Um, and number two, if we even ever did solve that problem, is it ethical to give companies who are already um, not treating livestock very well and there's already an ethical debate surrounding that, um, is it right to give them even more power um, to possibly harm their animals. Right, so whether it is animal cloning, human cloning, or gene editing, I think that there is definitely um, a slippery slope when it comes to ethics. Yeah, there's so many problems that could arise from these technologies that really make you question whether it's a good idea to keep pursuing them. Okay, so thank you guys so much for listening to our discussion. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, don't forget to follow our podcast. We upload every Saturday at 10 a.m. And we discuss a lot of really cool topics on here. So um, don't forget to follow us. And I hope we'll see you next time on Teens Talk Science.